Hey, as a duct tape marketing listener, we know you're always on the lookout for ways to more efficiently scale your business. That's why I'm so excited to chat about I Digress, another show on the HubSpot Podcast Network. Troy Sandridge, host of I Digress, talks all about how you can eliminate complexity, complications, and confusion from your business equation and create clarity to streamline strategy solutions that achieve scalable and sustainable success. Check out episode 24. Start there. 14 minutes or so. Strategy is power. You know I love that idea. So listen, learn, and grow with I Digress on the HubSpot Podcast Network at HubSpot.com slash podcast network. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Chance and I'm doing another solo show. This is launch week for the ultimate marketing engine, five steps to ridiculously consistent growth. Yesterday, I talked about step one. Today, I'm going to dive into step two. So if you uh, are not listening to this in order, go back and find the last show on uh, uh, step one of a solo podcast from me. Uh, you can also check out the ultimatemarketingengine.com and find lots more information about the book itself. I'm going to start again today reading a little bit from this, the intro to step number two is called The Real Problem You Solve. Let's start this chapter with a sentence that pretty much sums it all up. People don't buy products or services because they want them, but because they believe they will solve problems. Now, they get to define what the problem is, but in this step, we'll explore how businesses that understand, communicate, and promise to solve the real problems their ideal customers face can make a giant leap towards rendering all competition irrelevant. You make a product or sell a service, hone your pitch, and then you get busy prescribing all the benefits, all the solutions, all the award-winning attributes of what you sell to anyone who will listen. That's the way it works. You know what people need, and you've tailored your solutions to meet what they need. You've even given your unique methodology a fancy name and constructed a branded process to deliver results. Then one day you wake up and conclude that sales aren't what you had hoped, that sometimes your proposals go nowhere, that you simply cannot get over the hump. Now here's some tough love to get us started. No one wants what we sell. They want their problems solved period. There are only a few things that people actually need. Everything else can be lumped into what they want. What you actually sell is some combination of what a prospect believes they will get, achieve, relieve, dodge, or acquire based on buying from you. Your job as a marketer is to first gain a deep understanding of the problems people are trying to solve, and second, to match your products and solutions to those specific problems. I know that might sound very hopeful, negative even, but the fact is, even if you sell rainbows and opportunity, it must come wrapped in a problem-solving package. What do you think your best customers say to themselves when they get up in the morning? I sell marketing consulting services, and I guarantee you that very few people who eventually engage our services ever wake up and utter, you know what I wish I had? Some marketing consulting. But they may say something like, why do my customers, why don't my customers refer me to their friends? Or 
Why do I keep losing projects to Acme Architects or one of the worst? Why can't I charge as much as others in my industry? In this crucial step, we'll tackle the all-important promise to solve your ideal customer's greatest problem. Any business that understands this, that can communicate that they understand this, and then goes to work on building their marketing strategy and messaging around this idea, will grow. Almost every act in life, every purchase, every goal can be summarized as an attempt to solve a problem. This isn't a negative point of view. It's a practical point of view that suggests human beings do things because they desire something or lack something. Our job as marketers is to help them understand their desires and needs, identify the real problems they are trying to solve, and then and only then connect our solution to the act of solving them. So started off on a real upbeat note today, didn't we? No one wants what we sell. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they want their problems solved. And the key to really bringing this up and this chapter just goes and this step just goes really into depth about how you figure that out is that a lot of times people go out there searching. They're not searching for our solutions necessarily because in some ways they haven't connected what it is that we do to the problem that they're trying to solve. And so if they can visit our website and we are actually talking about the problem that maybe they haven't even quite identified yet, that they can't quite articulate, all of a sudden, we gain a distinct advantage over everybody else that just says, we sell blah, blah, blah. How do you get around or how do you get about figuring out what that problem is? Because here's the real challenge is that it probably has nothing to do with, in some cases at all, with what it is that we sell or what service we offer. A lot of cases, the problems that business solves are just the little things that we don't get in life, the little things that nobody else is doing. And a lot of times we just underestimate the value of those because that's just who you are. The service that you provide, the experience that you provide is just what you believe should be the experience. And you just assume everybody else is doing that as well. And it's just not the case. And so often, just go read the reviews. Google reviews, find five-star reviews and read a whole bunch of them. I'm, I'm going to suggest um, a, a reason to do this, to come back to figuring out the problem you solve. But what you're going to see are countless reviews that talk about the experience, good or bad, and not necessarily the product or the search. They talk about the person uh, that, that at the business, not the business. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. HubSpot's CRM platform is easy to adopt, and there are really two reasons, two features that make this possible, the contact timeline and the mobile app and mobile keyboard. HubSpot's contact timeline gives you the historical context you need to get the work done and connect with customers because all of your customer data is in one place. It can serve as a single source of truth. In HubSpot, you can take an action right from the contact timeline. Make a call, enroll a contact in a sequence, schedule a meeting, you've got it. And if you're on the go, you just use the mobile app to make it all happen and keep everything up to date. You don't have to spend a lot of time training your team. You can be sure that all the contact information is going into one system, making your team more efficient. Look, better adoption with a CRM leads to better data richer insights, and a bigger impact on your customer experience. Learn more about how you can scale your company without scaling complexity at HubSpot.com. So here's how you're going to go about finding it. I want you to identify 10 ideal customers that you think to yourself, gosh, if I had 10 more of those, <laughs> life would be great. 
And I want you to uh, ask them if they will jump on a phone with you. And I want you to interview them. This is not scientific research. What you are looking for are just statements that they make, themes that get repeated, and kind of emotional comments that you're like, whoa, really? That's the problem we solve? So you're going to ask a series of questions. And actually, if you uh, pick up The Ultimate Marketing Engine, uh, which you can find at theultimatemarketingengine.com, you're going to find that there is a uh, companion site that lists all these resources. We actually have a couple resources around this idea of surveying or, or interviewing your customers, and then also another resource around looking at your Google reviews as ways or clues for understanding what's really going to ultimately maybe become your core message. All right, so you're going to get these folks on the phone, and you're going to ask them a few routine kind of marketing questions. Get a sense of how they found you in the first place, what they did to find you. Maybe get a sense of what problem they were trying to solve when they uh, found you or um, how they found you. Ask them uh, why they stay with you. Ask them uh, what you do that others don't do. Now, the actual questions you ask can really be worded any way you, you like. But the real thing you're looking for is not just pat answers. You're not trying to check boxes off. You want to get them to talk. So when you say, what do we do that others don't? And they say, you provide just much better service. That's not terribly helpful because it's, that's a claim so many people make, whether it's true or not. <laughs> so you need to further ask them, okay, tell me a time or tell me a story about a way that we provided better service. Now you're going to start getting into feelings and emotions and they're going to start identifying, well, here's what went wrong the last time I tried to do this with somebody. And that's where the real gold is. So pay attention in these interviews to just emotional things that they say, phrases that get into and talk about the experience that they're having. Now, the second thing I want you to do is I want you to go find, and hopefully your every business needs reviews today. Obviously, a lot of businesses have been getting reviews for a long time because certain businesses like salons and restaurants and even home service providers have been getting reviews and relying on reviews for a long time. But pretty much every industry needs reviews today. So if you have reviews, I'd like you to go uh, study the actual words, not just, oh, look at all the five-star reviews, yay. Read them word for word and start looking for expressions, words that people are using that, that come up time and again. I'll give you a couple examples. We had a, a, a tree service that we worked with uh, years ago that uh, we interviewed their clients, we looked at their uh, reviews, and we kept seeing over and over again. They showed up when they said they would, and they cleaned up the job site. Very few people even talked about the tree. Yes, the tree was cut down. We were happy with it. It seemed fair price. Those are all things that, that did uh, show up as well. But repeatedly, they showed up when they said they would, and they cleaned up the job site. I contend that those two things are the real problem that this tree service is solving. Unfortunately, and, and it's not true, but unfortunately the perception is if I own a chainsaw and a truck, I can probably cut a tree down. So on that regard, talking about the business and what the business does and how long the business has been there and the fact that it's family owned, those are all nice, but they show up on time and they clean up the job site is what I'm not getting 
from other providers. Somebody else gives me, I'll show up uh, from noon to 6 p.m. today, and you've got to sit there at home and wait for me. That's the issue that many people face with other providers. And then they the, they get home from work, and the, the job's been a mess. It's been left a mess. Yeah, maybe the work got done, but there's grease all over the door or some something of that nature. That idea really strikes at the heart of the problem that this business is solving. And I contend that uh, could be their entire marketing strategy. That actually could and should be the messaging that they lead with. And then, of course, you it's not just a matter of creating a message and saying, look, we've got a clever message on the, above the fold on our website and all our business cards and on our trucks. You got to drive that home. That becomes your strategy. So you create the on-time guarantee. You advertise that you'll show up or you'll give them a discount on time. You will have a 37-point uh, checklist of job site cleanup <laughs> that you're going to uh, share with them in the sales conversation. So you really drive those things home. They're not just statements. They become a, a, a major source of strategy for your business. So I really encourage you to uh, to, to take this step to, to do these interviews, to look at reviews. And as a bonus, look at competitors' reviews. You're going to get some clues to what they do well or don't do well. Maybe look around the country. If you're a local business, look in other parts of the country and find the highest rated businesses in your same industry by reviews and start looking at the words that people say about them. They may give you some clues to some things you're not promoting or that you're not doing because uh, somebody who buys your service in another community and is really thrilled with the business that provides it has probably got some of the same problems that they're trying to solve as people in your community as well. So I hope you take this step to heart. If you want to find out more, read the whole book, get the whole book, get all the resources that come with it. It's just the ultimate marketing engine.com. All right. Thanks for listening and tune in to the next step. All right. So that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and you know, we love those reviews and comments and just generally tell me what you think. Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching, business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services. That's right. Check out the Duct Tape Marketing Consultant Network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that Offer Our System to Your Clients tab.